With frequent wildfires contributing to airborne pollution, the harmful effects of inflammation and free radical exposure are of particular concern. But you can buttress your natural defenses with nutritional support from my friends at NT Factor. Free radicals are highly unstable molecules that can trigger cell damage, leaving your cells less equipped to utilize oxygen. NT Factor's Breakthrough Lipids formula restores energy and undoes the damage to cells caused by free radicals. Breathe Clear with NT Factor combines the benefits of NT Factor with quercetin, a powerful bioflavonoid. In addition to its antioxidant properties, quercetin is an anti-inflammatory. It works to open up the nasal and respiratory passages. For a limited time, buy one container of NT Factor Lipids Powder and get a bottle of Breathe Clear with NT Factor free. Just go to ntfactor.com, that's ntfactor.com, or call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158. This summer, arm yourself with the protective power of NT Factor Lipids Powder and get Breathe Clear with NT Factor absolutely free and breathe freely while supporting your body's fight against free radicals. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist here in New York City. If you'd like to make an appointment with me, call the office, speak to Liz, she'll set you up. That number is 212-779-1744, 212-779-1744. You're not in the New York area? No worries, I have clients all over the country. I do telehealth, telephone consults, it's available to you. I want to remind those of you who like to email questions, topics of interest, that you want to hear me weigh in on on this program on intelligent medicine, you can email to questions at drhoffman.net. That is questions at drhoffman.net. I was just looking at the InnoVision Journal about women's wellness, and there's a very scary headline here, and my point is never to scare you, and I want to unpack some things about this. Women with polycystic ovary syndrome, that's PCOS, women with polycystic ovary syndrome may face increased risk of death. Don't panic. Don't panic if you have PCOS. Don't panic if you know somebody that does. There's a lot to unpack here. People with polycystic ovary syndrome, the acronym is PCOS, have a 47% increased risk for death at a younger age compared with those without the condition. And this is according to research which was presented at the Endocrine Society's annual meeting in Chicago. PCOS is a common cause of infertility in women, and it occurs in 7 to 10% of women of reproductive age. Women with PCOS may have higher than normal levels of testosterone 
and other reproductive hormones called androgens. Other features of PCOS are irregular periods and or cysts on the ovaries. PCOS is a condition that raises the risk of developing diabetes and cardiovascular conditions. Quote, the results highlight the need for improving the care of diabetes, lung infections, cardiovascular diseases to prevent excess mortality of women with PCOS, says Dr. Turi Piltonen. So this is out of, this is research coming out of uh, uh, the Oulu University Hospital in Oulu, Finland. Piltonen and colleagues conducted a register-based case-controlled study to challenge the limited data within the literature on the risk for mortality among young people with PCOS. They identified women with PCOS in the Finnish care register for healthcare using their insurance codes, the ICD codes for conditions, right? The controls in the study were matched based on their year of birth and where they lived. The researchers included the records of 9,839 women with PCOS and over 70,000 controls for the study. Now, of the studied population, 1,003 controls and 177 women with PCOS died during this follow-up period. And that was in the years 1969 to 2019. So the data suggests women with PCOS died significantly younger than the controls. In an additional analysis, the women with PCOS had an increased risk for death as well as a greater risk for death due to tumors as well as endocrine, nutrition, metabolic diseases, and cardiovascular disease. Similarly, overall mortality was also increased among women with PCOS due to disease of the cardiovascular system and tumors, specifically diabetes, circulatory system disease, and bronchitis increased mortality among women with PCOS. Quote, the major finding of this study is that women with PCOS had 40% higher risk for overall mortality than the control women in the control group. The mortality due to diseases of the cardiovascular system was increased by 67% and mortality due to tumors by 38% when compared to the control group. Women with PCOS also had triple the risk of death due to diabetes and lung infection. PCOS is a severe lifelong syndrome that increases mortality and more resources 
should be targeted on the prevention of PCOS-related diseases. So now here's the thing. PCOS, a hallmark of PCOS, is insulin resistance. It is not surprising that women with PCOS had a 47% uh, higher risk for overall mortality, more due to cardiovascular disease and tumors and all that, because insulin resistance is a cause of coronary artery calcification, of coronary uh, artery disease, right? It is also a hallmark of high blood pressure, which also contributes to cardiovascular disease. Insulin resistance is also a hallmark of cancer because it feeds tumors. Insulin is the master and commander also to a great degree of inflammation. Inflammation is the precursor to so many of our chronic diseases, including cardiovascular disease, obesity, diabetes, and cancer. That's what they're talking about here. Now, coming back to what are the criteria for PCOS? Women will present with abnormal weight gain, a high degree of testosterone, other androgens. They will also present with hirsutism, which is a lot of hair growth on the body, including the face, right? A lot of abnormal hair growth and possibly hair shedding on their head. So the hair is growing in places where you don't want it to and not growing in places where you do want it to. It is also characterized by cysts on the ovaries, also characterized by irregular periods, and abnormal weight gain. Like there's no reason for the weight gain, but that is being caused by the insulin resistance. And it is often talked about in integrative and functional medicine uh, circles, which comes first, the insulin resistance or the PCOS. And really, the, we are putting our money on the insulin resistance happening first because PCOS is often resolved by fixing the insulin resistance. When we fix the insulin resistance, the PCOS pretty much goes away. Those women become fertile again. Hard to be fertile when you have irregular periods and your hormones are out of whack, right? So PCOS is more a development as a result of insulin resistance. How do we get insulin resistance? Eating too many carbohydrates, eating a processed food, junk food diet, not eating well, taking in too much sugar, all of that, all of the above. So PCOS is something that can be reversed. I put that right up there because they talk about this saying women with PCOS they will likely develop diabetes at some point. Well, they're already on the way to diabetes because insulin resistance is the beginning of all that. That's what's happening there. 
just like women with gestational diabetes who have diabetes during pregnancy have a, a higher predisposition to develop diabetes later in their lives. It all has to do with the insulin resistance. If you eat in a way to support insulin resistance, you will progress to the disease of PCOS, diabetes, obesity, cardiovascular disease, cancer, right? Remember that cancer loves sugar, including your blood sugar. And we have known since the 1980s that there is an intimate association between high insulin levels and the progression of cancer. That's why it absolutely boggles my mind when people are sitting at the hospital getting their chemo treatments and being given ice cream for the sores in their mouths or to help stimulate their appetite. I guess, you know, I guess they want repeat customers. I don't know. Look, cancer loves sugar. The very, the most important thing you can do is embark on a sugar-free diet, a lower-carb diet. Your blood sugar burning metabolism switches to a fat burning metabolism, which is called lipolysis ketosis, where the body is using the byproducts of fat metabolism, which are ketones, for energy. There are even studies that show that the brain prefers ketones over glucose. And what's happening in Alzheimer's disease? Insulin resistance of the brain. We also like to call it type 3 diabetes. That's what we're calling Alzheimer's. And why is that the burgeoning epidemic after obesity and diabetes? It is not surprising that we're seeing such a high prevalence of infertility, but especially infertility due to PCOS. This is another mark of insulin resistance. This is another lifestyle choice. I will give you this, that women with PCOS have a little more predisposition to being more carbohydrate sensitive, right? They have to be more vigilant. But we have seen a correction, a regression, a resolution of PCOS in practice when these women embark on a low-carb diet. Very much in the same way as when embarking on a low-carb diet for diabetes. We see the diabetes diminish, go away. Yes, the support of taking something like metformin for PCOS is helpful, but it doesn't mean they have to be on metformin forever. Somebody with full-blown diabetes that are having a hard time managing it, metformin is very, very helpful. But again, after a period of time, for some a longer period of time than others, that diabetes, that PCOS can be brought under control and then the metformin may be reduced. I've seen it happen in practice. And as a nutritionist, I do a little jig of joy 
Anytime I see that a doctor has de-prescribed medication for my patients, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Or at the very least, reduce the dosage of that medication. It's still a trend in the right direction. And this is very, very important. So don't be, you know, this headline, women with polycystic ovary syndrome may face increased risk of death. So yeah, we need to know what PCOS is. This often develops in women early in life, in teenagers, women in their 20s, maybe in their 30s. But in my own experience, I've seen case studies of women who were infertile were able to become pregnant after fixing the PCOS with the proper low-carb diet, among a few other things that maybe have gone unchecked in, in, in the category of inflammation or some other things that may have been going on, right? But I've seen most PCOS that I've come across resolved with diet. So this is something to really pay attention to. So many of our chronic diseases are lifestyle diseases. Think about it. Obesity, diabetes, insulin resistance, cardiovascular disease, cancer. And don't forget, people with diabetes progress 70% faster to cardiovascular disease, to coronary artery disease than everybody else. And it's the inflammation associated with insulin resistance and high blood sugar that is the driver of that. When you fix that problem, that problem more often than not will go away. Yes, we've seen stubborn cases, but those are really the outliers and we're able to help them with nutrition with additional nutrition intervention. And it's a wonderful thing to see. Oh, another hallmark of PCOS is acne, but a lot of acne, more than usual acne that women will, with PCOS will be plagued with. And again, that also has to do with the inflammation that is presenting in their pores. Some of that may have to do with food allergens, dairy, Dairy causes a lot of congestion in our pores. So the first thing we do is get rid of dairy. And you know, dairy, with the exception of eating some cheese, which is not high in carbohydrates, but hello, drinking milk, ice cream, all that lactose, all that sugar, no. All of that causes a lot. These are all insulin triggers. You want to be able to reduce all the insulin triggers in the diet. And there are helpful supplements like chromium, like diaxanol, like CM core, which is berberine, like gymnema. These are helpful. Balancing out essential fatty acids. Exercise is always part of the equation because exercise is like taking metformin in making our cells more sensitive to insulin. This is important.
So exercise is always part of the nutrition prescription. There is always an exercise prescription, an exercise component, because it's a very important part of this. So rather than this scary, blustery headline right here, oh, PCOS, that's it. So, you know, they want to get into the management of PCOS. They're saying that PCOS is a severe lifelong syndrome that increases mortality. I beg, I challenge that. Women with PCOS may be a little more predisposed to insulin resistance than women without PCOS, but this can all still be managed nutritionally and without the harms of over-medication, prescription medication, which has its own list of side effects. But medical management, at least in the short term, is appropriate, like a prescription metformin, for example, right? And taking birth control pills, which is often what's prescribed, especially for young women, for teenagers, you know, because of the irregular periods, taking the oral contraceptive pill will make periods regular again. But does it solve the problem of insulin resistance? No, it doesn't. It's only taking care of a symptom. We want to take care of the cause. And that is a tenet of integrative and functional medicine. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mudin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.